Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode. As I say every week, I am so glad you're here, and I'm glad to have you listening. So let me set the stage on where we're at together right now, because we've committed to being here all year together, which I'm super excited about. And let's just, you know, take status of where we are. So at the very end of December, on December 30th, episode 47, we talked about how you were the hero of 2020. We talked about how really taking time to show gratitude for yourself and what you were able to endure and accomplish and overcome in 2020 was magnificent. We took some time to reflect, to pause um, on such a difficult year. And that episode was really so important about laying the foundation of where we're headed into January and into 2021. Because how can you pave a a path and how can you make a plan if you really don't know where your starting point is? And so we really needed to close out 2020. So if you haven't listened to episode 47, please go back and listen to it because it's just a great way to just tie a bow around 2020 and let it go. And we talk about the benefits of letting 2020 go and using your reflections and using really your intentions to get clear on everything that you were able to accomplish. Whether or not it was what you had planned to accomplish or not, you accomplished a lot last year and you are the hero of 2020, no doubt about it. And then we dove into episode 48, which was all around the steps of how to have an epic 2021. And we talked about planning 2021 in a much different way than just setting New Year's resolutions that 80% of people never complete. So we absolutely turned New Year's resolutions on their head. And I gave you a four-step framework to help you move forward in 2021 So you can have an absolute breakthrough year and an epic year this year, because I really want that for you. So if you haven't listened to that episode, please go back and listen to episode 48, because that is really going to give you the foundation for getting this year started off right. And the reason why, you know, I don't typically do this, but the reason why I'm bringing up those episodes is because they are really important for the topic today. And the topic today is why your fear of success is holding you back. And you might be saying, well, actually, I have a fear of failure. Yes, most people think about their fear of failure before they embark on any kind of large project, new promotion, or any kind of change in their life. But what most people don't think about is their fear of success. So when you go back and listen to episode, you know, 47 and 48, here you've, you know, let go of 2020, you have a clear plan for 2021. And that's exactly why I thought this episode was so vital to have. Because no matter how big your plans are, you can't achieve it if you have a fear of success. And so I want to ask you a few questions to start off this episode, and you will immediately know whether or not you 
have a fear of success because you may be asking yourself, well, how do I know if I have a fear of success? So let's dive in. Welcome to the Lead Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Barron. I'm obsessed with helping people feel more connected to themselves, the people they love, their work, and their purpose. I'm a leadership coach, speaker, self-improvement junkie, wife, mom of two teenagers, and 30-year corporate career woman turned entrepreneur. This podcast will give you the tools, insights, and real honest conversations that will help you lead your life so you can love your life. Let's dive in. Do you find yourself holding yourself back from going for that next promotion? Or if you're an entrepreneur, from launching that next big product or service? Number two, are you afraid of what your family or your friends might do once you achieve your goals? Number three, do you find yourself hesitating or procrastinating? on making a big decision, even when you know it's a good one, even when you know it's the right decision. Number four, are you afraid of impacting too many people? Number five, are you afraid of making more money than your spouse and what the consequences of that may be? Number six, Do you have trouble saying no? And do you find yourself not being able to manage your priorities correctly? So as I went through the questions, how many resonated with you? Could you see some of your actions or inactions showing up when I was reading those questions? Because that is really the basis of your fear of success. And I'll talk about kind of symptomatically what it looks like. You know, the best extreme example of this um, are movie stars. So, you know, you hear of movie stars having a one hit wonder and all of a sudden they go from kind of being no one to all of a sudden they're in the limelight, they're in the spotlight, they have money and they really don't know how to handle success. And it's because they're just not emotionally equipped They have that fear of success. Now, all of a sudden, it's changed them. You know, they're maybe not hanging out with the same people that they were hanging out before. They have, they don't have the money issues they were having before. They now aren't having maybe the dating issues that they were having before because now they have a plethora of people to choose from. And all of a sudden, that level of success, if you're not emotionally or mentally ready for it, you will find yourself self-sabotaging, which is why so many stars end up in rehab with drinking and alcohol and drug issues. I mean, you can look at a whole host of people in the spotlight where this happens to. You look at lottery winners, right? They're not able to handle the influx of money and the, um, the spotlight and the fame that comes with that. Because it, tra- it changes their lives so drastically. And as humans, we're wired to play it safe. We have a negativity bias 
that back in evolution kept us safe. When we walked out of the cave, you know, we were more prone to look at the saber-toothed tiger instead of the beautiful rainbow. Because if we were to sit and acknowledge the rainbow, we would have been killed by the saber-toothed tiger. So emotionally, our brains aren't wired for this type of success or this type of immediate success. And those are extreme examples, but I bring them to light so you kind of have an idea of what this fear of success can look like. But we're going to dig deeper and we're going to not only outline the symptoms of it and what it looks like, but why it's caused. And what is what are the underlying issues that we all struggle with around our fear of success. So, you know, our fear of success can lead to procrastination. It can lead to us adding extra complexity to our jobs or our individual businesses when it's not needed. It can lead to, it can look like perfectionism. You're trying to get everything so perfect because that keeps you busy. It keeps you playing small and it keeps you from taking any more action. I just have to get this action perfect before I move on to the next thing. It can cause anxiety. You know, um, we can get so anxious about the future and what it looks like that it can actually cause anxiety. And It's also responsible for us having self-sabotaging behaviors. And let me give you an example of what that might look like. So I had a client I was working with who was definitely plagued by fear of success. Um, We didn't know it at the time, but we were kind of, you know, working together. And she came to me to find a new position because she wasn't happy in her existing career. Which, by the way... Fear of success can look like um, people switching job after job after job and never really being happy or fulfilled. So anyway, back to my client. She came to me. We're working with getting her transition to a new career. Um, And of course, as a coach, you know, I pushed her to stretch herself to a position that she didn't necessarily feel like she was ready for. She interviewed went to second interviews, went to third interviews, got the job offer. Now, this was at a company that was her dream company. She got more than what she was asking for in her salary negotiations. She got an extra bonus opportunity that she wasn't expecting. She got flexibility to work from home three days a week. Now, this was prior to COVID, which she also was not expecting. So this was her dream job her dream package, her dream position. It was everything she wanted. And on our call together, our coaching call together, when we were talking about it and how she was going to accept the offer, she started poking holes in the company and maybe this isn't really what I want. I don't know if I really want to stay in LA. And there was just a lot of ruminating about this decision when it was exactly everything that had lined up and it was perfect. It was literally the perfect job. And so I started to dig deeper with her and we started to go underneath symptomatically 
why she was poking holes in this job offer. And what came of it is that this job was going to put her over the top of what her fiance was making. And her fiance was a very driven man and he was very motivated. And she thought that he would not be accepting or open to the idea that she was going to be making more money than her. And so if we wouldn't have addressed this in coaching, she would have made that subconscious assumption and she would have procrastinated in accepting this job offer. So my invitation to her was to go home and have a conversation with her fiance, which she did. And I'm so thankful he responded exactly how I was hoping he would respond and letting her know that, you know, her fears were unnecessary. Um, and he was extremely happy and extremely supportive of her success and of this job position and that he wasn't going to be threatened at all by the amount of money that she was going to be making. In fact, together they had this wonderful and beautiful conversation about how the fact that she was going to be getting this opportunity was going to allow them to buy a house sooner, was going to allow them to potentially start a family sooner. And that was his goal for the both of them. And so it allowed this deep, beautiful conversation to happen, and she ended up taking the job. But if we wouldn't have addressed her fear of success, she might have self-sabotaged. She might have let the deadline go go by. She might not have gotten back to the hiring manager, and she might have self-sabotaged herself right out of this position. And so you can see the power of coaching and you can see the power of getting underneath the symptoms that sometimes show up in people's lives. And if they're not addressed, the missed opportunities or the really unfortunate consequences that can happen because people don't dig deeper. So now I want to talk about, you know, what are some of the reasons why we have a fear of success? And why are we so afraid of succeeding? Um, you know, it can come from a number of different places, and we'll talk about that. But really, underneath all of it is that it's our self-worth. It comes down to, do we feel worthy of success? And some of this can come from childhood experiences um, some of it can come from, you know, parents' expectations. And, you know, some of it can just happen, like I said, just biologically how we're wired. And the the key, and I'll get to kind of how you combat it in a little bit, but the key is self-awareness. When you start to find yourself procrastinating, when you start to find yourself ruminating, when you start to find yourself in that cycle of perfectionism, how do you get out of it? You stop, you pause, and you literally say to yourself, what is going on here? Why am I doing this? If you have kind of this string of bad luck even, that can be a sign. Like, why is all of a sudden this happening? That can be a sign of self-sabotage. And so let's talk about, let's get back to the reasons why this happens. So why do people have fear of success? One is 
is that we're afraid we'll turn into somebody else. We'll f- we're afraid that we're going to change so much. And we have such a need for psychological safety. And we have such a need to be accepted by um, our family and the people that we love that subconsciously our fear of success comes from all of a sudden, if I achieve a certain level of success, will I be accepted? Will I be loved? And will I be safe? And those are very primal needs, psychological needs that we need in our life. And so a lot of times we have this delusional idea that if all of a sudden we're successful and we achieve more money and more fame and more impact, then all of a sudden people in our lives will not accept us. You know, that can sound like in our heads, that saboteur voice in our heads. You can think that people might say, oh, are you too big for your britches now? Oh, look at her. She's so successful. Or people, you know, clawing you down like the crabs in the bucket, right? Clawing you down. And that is it. That leaves you vulnerable. It leaves you vulnerable that you are not going to be accepted by the people that are closest to you in your life. So why not play it safe and just avoid that altogether? And that's why we have fear of success. Also, we have this fear that as we get more successful, you have a bigger impact. That's why I asked you the question, you know, are you afraid of impacting more people? Because what comes with more impact, right? It comes with more exposure. It comes with more responsibility. It comes with more people depending on you. It comes with more of a spotlight. If you're getting promoted within an organization, it comes with, you know, more exposure to senior leaders. It comes with more exposure to more people in the organization. And that comes with more scrutiny. It comes with um, the potential for more um, external judgment as well as our own internal judgment. Like, do I know what I'm doing? It comes with the thought or the fear of, you know, now I've achieved this level of success. Will I continue to keep up and to maintain people's expectations of me now that I've achieved this extra level of success. So therefore, we keep ourselves playing small and we decrease our impact. Also, you know, we are fearful that, like I mentioned, we'll lose our support network. That all of a sudden we'll outgrow our friends. Maybe we'll outgrow our spouse. Maybe we'll outgrow the expectations that our parents had on us. And in that way, we're no different than if you look at a potted plant. You know, if a potted plant remains in the same pot, it actually dies. There's no new growth that happens. And so when we start to grow, the reality is, and subconsciously we know this, we know that we need to move to a bigger pot. We need to know that we need to be transferred somewhere else where our surroundings can nourish and and help us grow and feed us. And this is what happens to us in life. It means that we potentially could outgrow the people that we're closest with, our close friends, our old jobs, our old set of peers. 
maybe our old home. And it means that we move ourselves to a different environment, which can be exciting, right? It can be exciting as you elevate. But that fear can also hold us back because we want to remain safe. Psychologically, we want to remain safe with the people that love us and have supported us. And what I want to point out here, which is really key, is that all of these are limiting beliefs. They're subconscious limiting beliefs that we believe. Yes, is the reality that once you grow into a different um, level of business or you have some substantial growth in your own personal life, is there a possibility that you may change friendships? Yes, but do you have to? No. That can be an absolute conscious choice that you make not to do that. Now, you may invite more people into your life. You may be networking with other people, but it doesn't mean you have to give up what you have. The important thing is, is that you have clear, intentional awareness of what's happening and what fears of success are manifesting in your mind so you can absolutely alleviate them on your own. You know, I'm not sure if you remember or not, but there was this episode of Seinfeld where Jerry and George um, have finally sold the pilot of their TV show to NBC. And George starts believing that a tiny white bump on his lip is a deadly malignancy. And he, he shouts out, he says, God won't let me succeed. He'll kill me first. <laughs> and this is a great example of a limiting belief that George is holding. It's keeping him from succeeding. He thinks that all of a sudden things are too good to be true. You know, there's a psychologist, his name's Brian Schwartz. And he says, people will only achieve the level of success that their image of themselves can absorb. And so obviously a lot of this is very deep childhood stuff that we're dealing with. And the reason why I bring it up on the show today is because I want you to be aware of it. As you're planning and starting off this epic year of 2021, I want you to know whether or not the fear of success is potentially holding you back is potentially having you play small. So now that we've talked about it and you kind of understand what the fear of success looks like, how to identify it, how it may show up in your life, I want to give you just a few tips on how to combat it. So the first and foremost is you really have to explore your limiting and your negative beliefs. If you have this massive fear of success and it's holding you back, then most likely, you've tied your sense of worth to your achievements. And that can be a really toxic cycle. I call that the leaky bucket. I've mentioned it so many times on the podcast, but that is one of the things of like, we keep achieving, we keep checking off all the boxes, we burn ourselves out, we get exhausted, keep trying to putting things in the bucket, only to have them leak out the bottom. And that's because we're not addressing our mindset. So we really need to be aware of, first and foremost, our limiting and our negative beliefs. And, you know, some of the things you can do is um, instead of telling yourself, 
I can't do this or I'm not worthy, you can have a mantra. You can say something to yourself like, I am worthy and I deserve every bit of happiness I want. Journaling also helps with this. Um, So I really implore and, and invite you to get a journal and to really keep track of your negative limiting beliefs when things come up. Number two is, you know, start saying no more often. One of the biggest reasons why we can become distracted and deprioritize and we can let distractions get in throughout our day, that is, a, that is absolutely a way of sabotaging our own success. And, you know, because it's easier to say yes to everything else and feel accomplished than to really focus on that one thing that is really going to make us successful. And so I really invite you And I ask you to sit down and think about what do you need and what do you want from the world around you? And when you think about that and you've identified that, what boundaries do you need to put up? How much more do you need to be saying no to the things that aren't aren't important or aren't in alignment with your true goals so you can say more yeses to yourself? Because that is what's going to bring you the inner peace. That's what's going to bring you the fulfillment and the happiness is when you meet those goals that you're striving for for yourself. So stop putting everyone else first and start putting yourself first. And also, the third thing is start taking action, uncomfortable action. You know, we're so afraid of being successful and we hold ourselves back. And one of the biggest ways we do that is by not taking action. We procrastinate. We find reasons, all the reasons why we can't start a project or we can't start on our path. You know, I know for me, one of the things I struggled with in the very beginning of my business was I had to feel like I had to have my logo perfect and my website perfect. And I felt like everything needed to be perfect before I put myself out there. Looking back, I realized that was just a way of me keeping busy, feeling like I was productive, and basically giving myself time to put myself out there. And it wasn't until another coach coached me and said, look, you just need to go take uncomfortable action. And I did. And, you know, now I listen to coaches who will tell you, you know, until you're making six figures, don't worry about your website. Don't worry about your logo. And I see all, so many coaches and consultants and people on their own worrying that they have to have everything perfect before they get out and serve. And that is fear of success. That is disempowering to yourself because you're not letting yourself get out there and take uncomfortable action. And I'm sure this is no surprise to any of my avid listeners, but get in community with people that will support your success. That might mean looking into some professional organizations, you know, for the level of business that you're at. Maybe you're a new executive and you join an executive organization or industry association. Um, 
and that's stretching yourself and broadening your network. And it might also look like joining our Women Leading Powerfully Leadership Lab, where you expose yourself to like-minded women for 12 weeks, 12 to 15 of them, and you are learning and growing and supporting each other and stretching each other to really help each other reach your goals. Or it may look like one-on-one coaching where you are putting yourself in an environment, in a safe environment, where you're not judged by friends, family, coworkers, etc. And you are exploring your need to succeed and why you want to succeed and potentially the limiting beliefs that are holding you back from success. So I would be honored to be your coach. Please reach out for a free strategy session. I always give 30-minute complimentary strategy sessions. There's no hard sell at the end. Uh, It's just a conversation to help you work on whatever you need to work on. And I would love to talk to you about the Women Leading Powerfully Leadership Lab. So reach out to me at natalie at corecreationcoaching.com and let me know how I can support you. I truly want 2021 to be your year. This is your time. There's no other time better than now. So why not dive in? Why not do the work? Why not invest in yourself so you can move yourself forward and achieve your potential? Don't live a life of regrets. This is your time. Let's do this together. I appreciate you being here this week and I look forward to seeing you next time. Take care. Thank you so much for being here today and listening to the Lead Your Life podcast. My invitation to you is that you do one thing today to move toward a more meaningful, fulfilling life for yourself. Today, you have the opportunity to challenge your mindset or have a meaningful conversation or take one action step towards your goals. So what are you waiting for? It would mean the world to me if you would subscribe and leave a review wherever you are listening to this podcast. I look forward to connecting with you next week. Until then, don't wait till tomorrow. Be your best self now.